Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Indoor Air Quality. I'm your host, Kyle Knappenberger. As this is our first podcast, I'd really like to thank everybody who's followed us on social media, our various websites, and attended previous webinars. You're the ones who have made this show possible. The format we're going to have here on Let's Talk Indoor Air Quality is pretty straightforward. There'll be three segments. We'll have the topic of the day for the first segment. The second segment will be something that we've heard back from our listeners, and I'll share those stories with you. And the third will be questions and answers as submitted from our listeners. Today we're going to talk about negative indoor air quality in your home. The United States EPA calls indoor air pollution one of our biggest health problems and biggest health concerns. A lot of this has to do with the fact that homes started to be built much more energy efficiently. Well, the result of this was we essentially were sealing up our homes to keep cool air in in the summer, warm air in in the winter. We were also keeping a wide variety of chemicals, toxins, pollutants, things that are in our homes, things that we bring into our homes, trapped up inside of our homes. And there are a lot of different indoor air quality pollutants, but they, they primarily consist of particulates, you know, the chemicals, odors, gases, and microorganisms. Well, all of these things can cause problems for folks in their homes. They may have uh, difficulty breathing, different chemical uh, sensitivities uh, may develop, have asthma and allergy concerns, but really all of this boils down to generally as poor indoor air quality. And when you have poor indoor air quality, there's a couple of things you can do. Number one, you can treat the air. Number two, you can treat the sources. Well, on today's show, we're going to focus on treating the air. A lot of people treat the air by buying air purification systems or advanced filtration systems for their homes. These may include HEPA filters, high-efficiency MERV-rated filters, even UV light treatments for their indoor air HVAC systems. They buy mobile devices, portable devices, devices that generate a wide variety of chemicals to release to the air. Well, there's a lot of positives to some of these things, and there's a lot of negatives with many of them. Well, when we're trying to remove chemicals and pollution from the air, it's absolutely critical that we're not introducing any new chemicals, odors, pollution, or contaminants into the environment. So I think the best way that we really can do this is through systems that move the air through devices that can strip out and neutralize and break down chemicals. So things like ionizers, ozone generators, you know, things that put out fragrances and perfumes, they're not really going to be very effective for uh, controlling indoor air quality because they're actually contributing negatively to it. You know, whether you like the smell or not, we're still adding chemicals, odors, and fragrances into the air. So we really will then want to start looking at, you know, our air handling systems and standalone air purifiers. Well, air handling systems tend to use, as I mentioned previously, MERV-rated pleated air filters. Sometimes they use active media filters, and sometimes they use, you know, UV lights to treat the air flowing through it to try to neutralize perhaps some biological organisms uh, that may be flowing through the air. Then there are standalone air purifier systems. The drawbacks of these two things, as, as they tend to work, are is they only focus in on particulates that are floating through the air. The hair, spores, pollen, dust, 
bacteria, even larger particles from smoke. Well, that's only part of the negative indoor air quality concern. Chemical fumes, uh, fragrances, perfumes, odors, odor molecules, you know, they're not going to be trapped by mechanical filtration mechanisms. MERV rated filters or even HEPA rated filters are not efficient enough to capture those things that we're smelling. So in order to do that, you really have to have an advanced technology and active media technology. And a lot of, a lot of companies and devices out there try to utilize carbon as their active media component. Well, carbon filtration, along with other sorbents, you know, generic sorbents, they work kind of like a sponge. They can bring things in, but they can be wrung out very easily. Well, solutions to that are finding technologies that when they come in to contact with chemicals, odors, pollutants, actually chemically react with and can tear down and break down and break apart these chemicals. And one, one, of, one of the systems that can actually do this is the EnviroCleanse mobile air system. This is a standalone air purifier system that combines HEPA filtration along with this destructive technology. And by destructive, I mean it can bring in these chemicals and it can break them down. And it does this through a process that we call adsorptive neutralization. And since it is an adsorptive neutralization system, it is able to work against a broad spectrum of indoor air quality pollutants. Traditional sorbents that are out there, traditional sorbent medias, you know, they, they will bring a chemical in. They're not going to react with it. They can release it fairly easily. But there is no chemical mechanisms that are occurring. I'd now like to talk a little bit more about indoor air quality and how it affects our daily lives. And to do that, I'd like to welcome in Deborah Lynn Dad, who's our first guest here on the program. She's the host of Toxic Free Talk Radio. She's written seven books on toxins and consumer products that have been in print for now over 30 years. She's a well-known uh, advocate uh, for consumer rights and consumer products, and one of the first people to actually speak out about chemical sensitivity and toxins and products. And I'd like to welcome her in. Uh, welcome, Deborah. Welcome to the show. Deborah, to begin, could you just tell our listeners a little bit about you and how you got into this field and how you got involved with indoor air quality and airborne toxic chemicals? I started being interested in toxics and indoor air pollution in 1978 when I became very sick and I didn't know what it was. And I, my father was taking my mother to a doctor because she was dying of cancer and he wanted to give her vitamin C treatments. And, and this doctor was testing people for being sensitive to chemicals. And that's how I found out about it. And, and when I found out about it, I suddenly started associating my exposures to just ordinary products that I had at home with all the symptoms that I was having. And a lot of these things were putting toxic chemicals in the air, like pesticides, perfume, hairspray, things like this. Uh, formaldehyde vapors coming off the permanent press in, on my, my sheets in my bed. And I just, as I started putting two and two together and seeing that my, my symptoms were being caused by chemical exposures, I, I said, I need to find out about this. And the more I found out about it and the more I eliminated toxic chemicals exposures in my home, 
I became less and less sick and felt better and better. And I said, I need to tell people about this because if somebody had told me I could have done something in the first place and not gotten sick. Deborah, what are some of your biggest concerns with indoor air quality? What are, what are some of the things that consumers really just need to know? The thing pe- most people don't know about indoor air quality is that, first of all, when I started being interested in this, there was no such term as indoor air quality. People didn't know anything about it. And I'm, I'm sniffing stuff and saying, wait a minute, there's fumes coming off my carpet and there's uh, perfume in the air and these cleaning products. And, and I started writing about it and there wasn't even a field of indoor air quality. But then as they started looking into it, not because of me, but because there was a big problem at a government building with the indoor air quality. So they started testing and they found out that indoor air quality is much, much, much worse than outdoor air quality. And they were already working on outdoor air quality. And then they found out that indoor is so much worse. And it makes sense because we're in a confined space. And especially back in the 70s, when people were making their buildings tighter to save energy, then suddenly there's no no place, no cracks for the air to exchange with the outside. And that the amount of indoor air pollutants are building up and building up and building up. And so we have indoor air pollution problems. Now, the thing about it is that these are really toxic things in these consumer products. And so we have all this, these toxic gases in our homes and they can do things like air pollution just this week. Just this week, a new study came out where they found that when that rats, they did a study on rats where they had a, a group of rats that were breathing the normal air and a group of rats that were breathing filtered air. And the group of rats breathing normal air got fat and the group of rats who were breathing the filtered air didn't. And so there's this big evidence now that there are, I mean, usually we just think of um, of air pollution problems as being like respiratory, like it's hard to breathe or it makes asthma worse or things like that. But now we're seeing that there's these chemicals in the air and it's just in the air that we're breathing outside and it comes into our houses and there's more chemicals in the houses and it's making us fat and affecting our endocrine systems and who knows what else. So it really is, I've been telling people for more than 30 years that they need to be looking at what is in their homes, what is emitting these toxic chemicals and how they can take these take the chemicals out either by removing the products or by filtering the air. And I really think, I used to think you could just take out all the products and then your air would be clean. And that's just not the case because there's just, there's so many chemicals in the outdoor air that they come inside and you still need to deal with those chemicals. With so many chemicals around us and in our lives, um, how have you seen the industry change in regards to air treatment and air treatment technologies? I've seen a lot of changes in the last 30 years with regards to air filters. First of all, 30 years ago, you just couldn't buy an air filter anywhere. There were a full of companies. You had to order it by mail. There were just tiny, tiny companies trying to serve people who needed air filters and you just couldn't find one. And there was only a, a small um, different types of technology that were available. 
And then once indoor air pollution became an issue in the 80s, we started seeing more and more air filters and different new technologies came out. Like in the beginning, when I started, there was no such thing as a HEPA filter. All you could get, you could get a carbon filter, but then there were HEPA filters and there were other kinds of filters. And, and so now what you can go into any big box store and buy an air filter. And the problem with that though, is you, we now have more air filters available, but the problem is that people really don't understand air filtration, what is really needed. The, I think the companies don't understand it uh, who are selling in big box stores and that the consumers don't understand that they just see the word air filter and they think it's doing everything. But in fact, you need to have an air filter that removes what it is you want to remove. And most air filters on the market today only remove particles like pollen and dander and molds, and they're not touching these chemical gases that are so toxic that are coming out of your consumer products, that are coming out of your building materials, that are you know coming in your windows from car exhaust and all of these things. And and we really what we really need to be doing is addressing the chemicals. How has technology impacted air quality towards addressing those chemicals? Technology has changed since I first started looking at air filters 30 years ago. And in the beginning, there were very few technologies, and now there's many technologies. One of the biggest ones that has changed is the introduction of HEPA filters. Now, the thing about a HEPA filter is that it's a really excellent filter, but it only removes particles. And these are things like dust and animal hair and pollen and things that, that actually have a, a certain size to them that, that you could actually see, like a, a speck of dust you could see if the sun is shining in the window. And then there's a whole other class of pollutants that are gases, which are so, so tiny, you can't see them. And they have to be removed in different ways. For many, many years, the only way that you could remove them was with activated carbon. But there's problems with activated carbon. One is that once you fill it, what happens is that the carbon absorbs the chemicals. And then when it's full, it's like a sponge absorbing water. And this is what happens with carbon and chemicals is that the chemicals go in and when it gets full, they can come right back out and it can pollute the air. And also all it's doing is just collecting um, chemicals, and then you have a very toxic cartridge of carbon. It has to go to a landfill or maybe a hazardous waste dump, but all those chemicals are still there. And that's been the drawback with carbon all these years. But now, fortunately, we have a whole different technology available that does a much better job at removing the chemicals, and they just are gone. So, Deborah, what do you look for in air treatment systems and devices? And are you being asked by your customers, you know, what to look for when they're treating their air? One of my most frequently asked questions is, what air filter should I use? Not everybody understands that they need to use an air filter. But once people realize that an air filter can make a difference in their health and their life, then they want one and they want to know how to choose one. What I am looking for when I look for an air filter is that I want to make sure that it's going to remove both the particles and the chemicals. And the reason this is important is because chemicals, these little chemical gas molecules, can ride on the backs of particles. And so it actually, 
you need to you need to be removing both the particles and the chemicals in order to get all the chemicals out of the air. These two different kinds of air pollutants get removed from the air in different ways. So for particles, I recommend HEPA because that's the, the technology that removes the particles the best. And to remove the gases, I highly recommend EnviroCleanse technology because it, it does something completely different that I've never seen before in other filters in the past. And what it does is that it takes these earth minerals that are natural and non-toxic and it combines them and processes them in ways that will remove various different kinds of chemicals and odors from the air. And so it will actually, this material will actually remove these chemicals very quickly, very fast, like in a couple of hours, the numbers go straight down on the graph about removing it and they're gone. What happens is that it, these minerals interact with the chemical gases and there's a reaction that that just breaks it down into its its original elements that are the elements that are from which everything is made on earth non toxic it's like the the, the toxic man made chemical is gone it's just gone it's not sitting in a cartridge it's not going to come back well, thanks for joining the program today, Deborah. Please uh, let our listeners know where they can find out more about what you do and how you advocate for uh, consumer rights. I've been recommending products that don't contain toxic chemicals or products that remove toxic chemicals like air filters and water filters for 30 years. And I have an enormous website. There's so much information there. There, I have a directory of you can look up products, hundreds of links to thousands, literally thousands of non-toxic products. There's a Q&A where you can ask your questions. You can even call me up and ask me a question as a paid consultant. I've, I've got a food blog so you can learn how to cook with organic foods. There's so much information there and you can just go to DebraLynnDad.com. That's like my name, DebraLynnDad.com. Well, again, thank you, Deborah, for joining the show today. And that really is a perfect segue uh, from, from what Deborah just said to what I'd like to share next. We have a customer who actually found out about the EnviroCleanse products from Deborah Lynn Dad's website. Her story begins where the light bulbs in her home were changed out to the new compact fluorescent light bulb style. And what had happened was the incident occurred. There was some flickering and pop, you know, they, the, these light bulbs burst and a horrible smell, you know, kind of filled the living room. Well, this customer had trouble mitigating that odor. She tried a wide variety of products. She tried air filters. None of them worked. Contacted Deborah and Dad and, and was directed to the EnviroCleanse system. Uh, the customer then installed these EnviroCleanse mobile air systems right under the source, that's always key, is trying to get them as close to the source as possible. And she was able to, you know, within a day, mitigate a lot of this odor and make it to where she could, you know, remain in her home. You know, she was, they were sleeping with the windows open, trying everything to air out the home, installed these air systems. Within a few hours, it was a lot better. By the end of that first day, that's that strong smell 
was gone. She was amazed, impressed, and happy that this compact fluorescent light bulb burnt smell was able to be removed from her home. Okay, today in our final segment of the show, I'd like to share a couple of questions that were submitted to us. The first one was, do you guys have any products that can remove chemical odors from new carpeting and rugs? And if so, is it safe to use around my family? Absolutely. The EnviroCleanse line of product has a couple of source treatment products. The first one is the EnviroCleanse Everyday Odor Eliminator. This is a liquid product that can be used on carpets, rugs, upholstery. It can be used on water-safe surfaces, it's specifically designed to be used on carpets. And what you do is you apply this to, to the surface, and then you extract it back out. There's a wide variety of products that you can buy that have extractors. A lot of vacuum cleaners actually have wet extractors involved in them. That's the best way to do it. You can do it without the water extractors, but it really is one of the easiest ways to do it. The second product is the EnviroCleanse Odor Neutralizer Granules, which can be applied directly on top of carpets allowed to remain for a period of time, you know, maybe just 10 or 15 minutes, and then it can be vacuumed up with your vacuum cleaner. Both of these are great for neutralizing odors in carpets, and they are safe for people, pets, plants, family, uh, so you don't have to have any worries about this product around your family. The second question we had submitted was, what type of odors can your air purifier systems remove and will it work on VOCs from new carpets? So we kind of have a carpet theme today and absolutely the EnviroCleanse mobile air system and the EnviroCleanse HVAC air filter cartridges both are effective against a wide range of odors. It's a broad spectrum product so it can be used on odors, chemicals, fragrances, pollutants including volatile organic chemicals or VOCs from carpets and rugs. Now remember folks, if you have questions, feel free to submit them to us at envirocleanse.com. That's E-N-V-I-R-O-K-L-E-N-Z.com or through our email system at custserve, C-U-S-T-S-E-R-V at envirocleanse.com or you can call us at 239-330-9650. All right, and until next time, I'm Kyle, and this was Let's Talk Indoor Air Quality.